We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome to a special edition of the Goodman and Hummel podcast. I'm Jeff Goodman, and uh, Rob Doster is joining me here. Not nearly as good looking as Robbie Hummel, but um, he can jump higher. That's all that matters. So uh, we're going to go through here today the big news. Rick Pitino to St. John's and Cooley shockingly leaves his hometown of Providence, and he's headed within the league to Georgetown. Uh, make sure you join us. Tuesday, we'll have our regularly scheduled edition of the Goodman and Hummel pod. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play college basketball pick'em, where you can get a little extra sweat during March Madness and win real cash prizes simply by picking player stats in this weekend's games. In pick'em, all you do is predict whether a player will go higher or lower on Underdog's projected totals whether that's points rebounds whatever for example if you're like me and you think zach Eady is going to go nuts in this tournament pick higher on his points projection add up to four more picks and if you hit them all you can win 20 times your money on a single game underdog slick mobile app is easy enough that dummies like jeff goodman have even figured it out so go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app and use the code Field F I E L D and underdog will match your deposit up to a hundred bucks. Now is the time to get in on the madness. So remember, underdogfantasy.com promo code field. Rob Doster here. I got Jeff Goodman with me, and we are talking about some big, big coaching news in the Big East. None of it is really all that much of a surprise, Jeff, but we had some shakeups in the conference that uh, a lot of people expected, although I don't know if everybody fully expected it to happen. I want to start. Um, well, we have St. John's is hiring Rick Patino. I believe they just made that official. And Ed Cooley is leaving Providence and heading to Georgetown. Where, which is the bigger one? What are you more surprised about here? Which do you think is the bigger piece of news in the Big East right now? Well, I mean, listen, I think the bigger surprise is certainly Ed Cooley. Like, I think we all saw this coming with, with Rick Patino a week ago uh, to St. John's, and it, it made all the sense in the world. It actually made more sense in a way that Georgetown hires Rick Pitino, but they weren't, they weren't going that route at all. And I've talked to Cooley in, in full disclosure. I've talked to Cooley about this Georgetown job for years. And, and you know, who was the first one to probably put out Georgetown and Cooley blank check. That was me. And, and one thing I'll say is there, there were several factors that played in here. One was uh, Cooley's love of Georgetown, right? One was Cooley's thought process of, of, 
can I keep this going at Providence? Georgetown has a higher ceiling. It's a better job. I've said this for years. Just because Patrick Ewing wasn't very good doesn't mean that Georgetown isn't a good job. It's a great job. They've got similar practice facilities. Georgetown's got an incredible, incredible recruiting base. And, and sometimes after 10 plus years, especially when you grew up in Providence, mm-hmm. it's time for a change. Everywhere Ed Cooley went, he got mobbed in Providence. Now he can go. He's in a pro sports town. He can go out for dinner with his wife and nobody knows who the hell he is. Sometimes that's a good thing. Yep. So ultimately, I, I think this was something that made sense um, for Cooley in, in a lot of ways. But ultimately, I, I, I went back to the same thing, Rob, over and over and over. As Ed Cooley is signing his name, does he freak out at the very end and say, oh, my God, I'm going to be hated in my own home city, maybe forever, certainly for a while. It's going to take a while. When, when he goes back to, to the dunk, and that's what I always call it, he is going to get booed, by, especially by those students, Maybe not to the level Beard did when he went back to Texas Tech, but maybe not that far off from the students. It's, I don't know how the, the it's going to be. Were. It's going to be up there. It's yeah. going to be just yeah. based off of the the reception that I'm seeing um, on on social media and the reaction that I'm seeing sure. to this this decision. Uh, it's I don't think that he's going to be very well liked. And and look, I I kind of go back and forth in this. Right, I, I've made this point to you before. Georgetown is absolutely a better job than Providence. I think the rebuild at Georgetown is going to take a little bit longer than a lot of people realize. I don't think it's going to be uh I don't think the ceiling is quite as high as it was when John when Big John was there. Mostly because I don't think you're going to be able to create the same home court environment in that arena, in that building with uh what the demographics of um of the city of of Washington DC have become. It's just different now. Uh that said, it's it he's if there's going to be someone that can navigate the waters of the DC, like the murky waters of the DC recruiting base, it's it's Ed Cooley. Everybody likes Ed. It's very difficult not to like Ed unless you know you're a Providence fan. Um, and I do think that he's a good enough coach that he's going to be able to take these plays. Like there's there's very few people that can throw out as many different looks as he gives you and have as many different game plans as he uh, as he provides. Like he's a very very good X's and O's kind of game planning coach. So here's the um, thing, Rob. In in five years ago, it would have been tough. These days, with a portal, Ed can go in and flip this thing. He knows he doesn't have to start. It looks like it's from the bottom, but it's really not because ultimately he's going to get some of the same type of transfers that he got at Providence at Georgetown, and he knows. Oh, I've heard I've heard some of those names already. I'm sure you've heard some of the same names that I've heard that, that he might be targeting. And sure. I do think – am I right in saying that he's going to have a, a nice little a pot of NIL money to be able to use while he's there? But he did it. He did at Providence. That that was the misnomer. The misnomer was Providence had no NIL. They actually had competitive NIL. Uh, but Georgetown, again, the ceiling is higher for Georgetown. And Ed Cooley is obviously walking into it saying, hey, if you really want me, this is what I need. I need this for my staff. And I think he'll probably bring his staff with him. Uh, and I need this for NIL. And, you know, again, you don't have to – like, if if this had happened five or ten years ago, I would have worried about, is Ed Cooley going to work hard enough to rebuild this thing from the bottom? Now, so much of what you do is through the portal that I don't think it's as much about that. It's more about what have you done and what do you have in NIL. All right, so the what the, here's – I'm going to play devil's advocate again. Um, I think we've seen other coaches leave 
air quotes here, home, right? It's not necessarily the home, but they've left places where they were never going to get fired. And they never had to worry about job security ever. Yeah. Uh, guys that come immediately to mind, Shaka Smart goes right. to Texas, was a three seed, a three seed the year that he and uh, Texas parted ways. I guess you could say amicably, but it was mostly like, hey, man, look, you got to mutual. Yeah, it was it was mutual. Um, Chris Mack was the number one team in the country in 2020. And 18 months later, him and Louisville are parting ways. And, and it's just like when you go, when you take that next step, step up and you're going to a place that you no longer have that like familial loyalty to that they can just, you're just, instead of having it be, you are Providence, right? You are now an employee at Georgetown. It, it changes the dynamic of that job. And at the end of the day, like when you get a check that's going to be as big as the one that Ed Cooley got. And but what Providence was paying him well. What, listen. No, no, I get that. But what I'm saying is like. four and a half. They were paying him four and a half. I think he'll probably make five and a half at George. That is a lot, a lot of money to leave on the table at the end of the day. But but I don't think it was about money, Rob. I don't. Hey, he's probably he probably would have made more given the cost of living in Providence versus the cost of living. That too. No, you're right. But but again, your lifestyle, you get older. Even for somebody like me, right? I, I want to get out of the colder, the colder winters. Georgetown. It's not that much warmer, but it is warmer. Like it is nicer to live around Georgetown. Is a beautiful, beautiful yes. area. Oh, I know. I used to live. I used to live down there. I'm. I'm trying you to. Uh, I want to. I want to go back. I love it, man. It's uh. It very. It, it very much is like Georgetown's a better job. It's a better job. I've been saying this for years. It's no, it abs- I, I'm not. I'm not arguing with you that it's a better you job. Know. I'm just saying, like oh, when, you you know. at a, when you're at a job like Georgetown, it, it, it's it's much easier for them to there's a different level of pressure, right? All you got to do at Providence is he won a Big East regular season. He won a Big East tournament title and they would have built him a statue if he stayed there forever. Now at Georgetown, if you go there and and in five years, you're still this team that is just kind of like meandering along, finishing top four and top five in the league every couple of years. And you know what that'll do? And like, you got, you know you're on the hot seat there. You know what that'll do that? He'll go and work in TV and kill it. Yeah. So like, Ed's fine. Ed's fine. He's saying to himself at this point, I want a different challenge. I've done the Providence thing long enough. I'm not sure I can sustain this. Yes, he had equity built up. That's that's the one area that now, all right, you're going to have to grind it a little bit. Where at Providence, he didn't really go out in the, on the recruiting trail at all last summer. Now, he mm-hmm. was dealing with some health issues also, but he didn't really go out. He didn't really have to at Providence. He's going to have to work harder at Georgetown, obviously. But again, the expectations are so low right now. The bar is so low. Get to one tournament in the next four years, and you've done a hell of a job at Georgetown. He understands that. He also, the, the part we haven't talked about yet, being a black head coach going to Georgetown and, and, and what it means to Ed Cooley to follow in the footsteps of, of a big John Thompson. Mm-hmm. Let's not get let's not gloss over that and what it means to Ed Cooley. Is that how much of a role did that play in his decision? Some, I mean, some. I'm sure he'll talk about it. Sure, it it, it absolutely did. Um, I, again, I just think he knows, like Providence. You went to a Sweet Sixteen. That was probably about as high as you could take it at Providence. Where at Georgetown, I think he feels like, hey, if I hit it at Georgetown, maybe, maybe I can get to a Final Four, win a national title. Yeah, they were in a Final Four as recently as I believe it was 2007 with John Thompson the third. So, um, yeah, it's 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 crazy. I honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. 
I'm still part of me is still sitting here waiting for him to pull a Dana Altman, right? In like two days, just kind of say like, Hey, you know what? Hey, this isn't for me. I'm going to head back to Providence. Part of me is sitting here waiting for that to happen, waiting for the other shoe to drop. But I would say this, like, like again, uh, to me, I always, I've said this multiple times. Nobody wants to be loved more than Ed Cooley. That's why I didn't think he'd leave. Ultimately. Now, He's got to come to terms with being hated in his own city. That is not going to be easy for Ed Cooley. Mm-hmm. Who are you going after if you are the Providence AD? Where's the the replacement? I know you put out a tweet that said Micah Shrewsbury probably not going to take it. Right. Kim English from Georgetown. Where do you stand? Yeah, um, I, I think ultimately Micah Shrewsbury. If you've got Penn State for even money, let's let's call it compared to Providence, you're not leaving. There's no reason to go. You know, Providence is a, a, a middle-tier job in the Big East. Maybe not even, you know, probably middle-tier. Um, Penn State, the way he's done it, he's built up equity. They've got NIL coming in at Penn State. They've got now this small ball style that, like, is attractive to, to kids in the portal. So I think you, you'd stay at Penn State over going to Providence. He's also probably going to have Notre Dame on the table. That's going to be the decision I think Mike is going to have to make is more – Notre Dame or Penn State. He's from the Midwest, obviously. He knows the Midwest. He knows Indiana well. Um, but does he want to go to Notre Dame, where, frankly, it's difficult to bring in transfers? That's the hard part. You bring anybody you want in at Penn State. Um, transfer-wise, at Notre Dame, there's, there's some restrictions in place. You've also got to build that from from kind of the scrap, you know, Penn State, you're losing everything too, but you've got momentum. At Notre Dame, there's no momentum right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I would say about the pushback on, you said Providence is a middle tier in the Big East job. I think right now it, it's not, if you have something good going at a similar level, you're not going to take a lateral move to go there because top four jobs in the Big East, tell me if I'm wrong here. In any order, I don't know which one, whatever you want to put them on, it's the, like these are the top four. It's Georgetown, Marquette, Villanova, UConn. Agree? Georgetown, Marquette, Villanova, Villanova UConn. And, and Creighton and Xavier are clearly ahead of well, problems. Well, what I would say is then the next right. tier, you got Creighton and you got Xavier, who are arguably below Providence in terms of for a myriad of different reasons. But right now no, they got Sean Miller no. and Greg McDermott. They're not below in any shape. Shape. All right. Then they're above. Then they're above. Then they're above Providence, and you have guys that are established, uh, very good coaches there. Job that might be below Providence, St. John's. You now have Rick Patino there, which means that Providence right now you're looking. You're looking at stepping into a job that you're probably what like the eighth best team, eighth best program. The way things are currently situated. Yeah. Yes. The league that gets five to six bids to the tournament, like that, is a tough spot. And can you can you keep that building going? Because really, for the last two years, it's been one of the best home court advantages in the country, and and Cooley has helped make it that. Can you keep that thing going? You know, to me, I do think you need a a, a dynamic um, coach, and and Mike is that's not really Micah. He's not dynamic. Uh, the other name you put out there that I tweeted was Kim English of, of George Mason. You know, that on the surface of it looks like a big jump. Uh, Kimmy played at Notre Dame Prep in Massachusetts. He's from Baltimore. Uh, he won 20 games at George Mason. He's young. He played in the NBA for for a, a, a cup of coffee. Um, you know, he, he he's a very good networker. Uh, so I, 
He's a good recruiter. Kimmy, Kimmy right now, based off of what he has done in two years as a head coach, it's probably a reach. But he's also the kind of guy that, you know, in two to three years, you might not be able to get him at Providence if it goes the way that a lot of people expect it to go with him as a coach in his career. Like if he ends up getting Joe you know, the, the, the connection with Mike is he was with the Celtics. Well, that's yeah. great and all. That's great and all. But, like, ultimately, Mike probably fits better at Penn State or, or Notre Dame than he does at Providence. You know, you're not missing on Kimmy. You know you can get Kimmy, and you know you can get him for lower money also. Um, so, I, I don't know who else. We'll see who else kind of makes their way into the conversation. You're telling me it's going to be Billy Donovan. Is that what you're saying right here? Goodman, right now on Billy the field Donovan of 16 after dark. <laughs> Billy Donovan uh, just signed an extension this past year. So the Texas and Billy Donovan rumors are garbage. Um, he's not going anywhere. The timing, when he gets fired, and he will at some point, he's going to want to stay in the NBA. He does not want to deal with college unless he's got no choice. So if he's out a year. <laughs> well, you're, if you if you can get an NBA paycheck, like what do you, you're not going to want to go coach college. Right. Like, let's, and and he'll, he could, you know, he'll, he'll get fired at some point in, you know, May or June, but, but he'll miss that cycle. Because Texas isn't going to wait for him. And no. trust me when I tell you, Billy Donovan isn't talking a jack shit right now about a college job. He's focused on NBA. I've never met anybody. I've never met anybody, period, in this industry who's more laser focused on whatever that task is at that time than than Billy Donovan. The only thing he was dealing with here, and, and, and I'm told he was like, he didn't want to deal with it much, was he was kind of involved in the prominence all this stuff with Cooley and Providence because it was his alma mater. So he, mm-hmm. he he wanted to help his alma mater here if they if they lose Cooley and to try to keep Cooley. Mm-hmm. So who would you hire? You had to put you on the spot. We're doing we're doing the Jeff Goodman search firm. We are opening up the Jeff Goodman search firm. You have oh. to tell Providence they have just hired you to fill their vacant head coaching position. Who are you hiring? Wow. You know what? Honestly, I don't know because I didn't think this day would come. Even though I. I <laughs> Even though, again, you know, I've got written down a bunch of jobs, pl- coaches for different jobs that I thought might open up this year. I just still in my mind, even though I think I was the first one to speak it into existence of Georgetown and Ed Cooley, I never, ever thought he would actually do this ever. Like, I just didn't. I thought he'd go all the way to the altar. And I told him this a week ago when I talked to him and, and he no commented me. But I said, Ed, you're going to go to the altar, and then you're going to leave him at the altar. Well, <laughs> he got married. He got married, man. Are you so? Are you still just wait? You got. At what point do you fully believe it? Do you fully believe it now? Do you need to see the? Do you need to see the actual contract with his signature on it? Do you need to see him on the sidelines coaching? What do you need to see? Yeah, I mean, I, I need to see him. <laughs> I need to see his face in the press conference. I need to see him pumped up and and not. Like this whole coaching search was weird, right? Like he's out there doing TV interviews. Uh, you know, his house goes on the market today of all days. And I was texting him earlier and he was trying to tell me this is just bad luck that, that they were going to sell the house anyway and 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 downsize and and move downtown Providence. And I, I listen, I love Ed Cooley. You love Ed Cooley. Everybody loves Ed Cooley. Um yeah, I just hope he's ready for the backlash. Like I, I'm gonna be there next year, whatever that date is, when Ed Cooley goes back into the dunk. I don't care where I am, Charleston, wherever it is. You love I'm the drama back. so much, man. You oh, love the drama. The beard, 
The beard game might have been my favorite game I've ever been to. And it was more the buildup. Like, I'm going to be there for the practice, the shoot around, the everything, because that was that was what made it special. Providence, it won't be quite the same because you think Providence fans are going to chase Ed Cooley on the bus out of uh, out of the dunk. They no. might flip. They might flip the bus. Yeah, they, they might. might flip that thing. They might. Um. All right, St. John's yeah. hiring Rick Pitino. This one felt like it was done for a while. Um. Yeah. But again, Rick Pitino was one of the notorious flip floppers. One of the to- notorious guys that uh, you maybe uh, don't want to take everything that he says is gospel. I guess maybe I don't know. This I'll tell you what I think from a, a thirty five thousand foot view. Um. This is the absolute perfect hire for the Johnnies. Uh, you get a guy that knows the Big East landscape. You get a guy that um, knows the New York landscape. You get a guy that wants to come in and is going to be able to impact winning right away, regardless of who's on the roster. And you got a guy that is going to be able to get this thing going in what, like three, four, five years. But he's not going to be there forever. Like this isn't the this isn't your long term. You know, you got your coach for the next twenty years. He's what seventy four years old, seventy five or something like that, seventy three. You're aging him. I don't think he's that old. We'll find out now. I, I don't think he's that old. I think you're honestly you're 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 doing Rick a complete injustice here. He's seventy he was, years old. He's he was young. born in nineteen fifty two. Yeah, he's, he's young. 70. He's seventy. This dude's got. He just told me he's got six years, six to ten years left in him. Bayham yeah. says it all. The, what did Bayham go to? 75, 76? Yeah, I mean, look. Regardless, regardless, yeah, regardless the. Yeah, he's always he's always in shape. You know his his staff and his players are going to be in shape. Um, regardless, this is this is the guy that if you need to get a program jump started and rebooted, he's probably the perfect answer for St. John's to be able to do that. Whether he stays there for three, four, five years, ten years, whatever it is, he's the guy that's going to get this thing turned around. I love it. I love it. I love it for the Big East too. Like like what did we just do for the Big East? Right? We just created storylines. We create now. You know. The only thing that could make this better, right? The only thing that could make this better right now. All right, and I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Let's do it. Providence, hire Richard Patino. <laughs> I know, I'll do you one better than that. I'll do you one better than that. You know who Providence should hire? Bobby Hurley. Bobby Hurley would be great, too. <laughs> That'd be even better. That would be better. Put those two in there. Like, make him fight. In, in the cage, in, in like a cage match, and whoever wins, I, I take Bobby. No offense, Richard, but I take Bobby, uh, and, and gets that Providence job. But, but honestly, um, what if it was what if it was Bobby and Danny fighting? Man, yeah, that would be a hell of a matchup. Hell, of, I'm, I'm sure it's happened over and over. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure no one's coming out alive. They actually had to. And fight you know, one. Bob never broke it up. No, just let them kill each other. All <laughs> right, get back to it though. What does it mean? <laughs> What does it mean for this St. John's program? It means that they're nationally relevant again. It means that they're going to get players. And like Mike Anderson got some good players. Wasn't like he didn't have talent. He had decent talent. But now you've got. I'll tell you what. When I I look at a roster that has Pasha Alexander, that has Joel Soriano, that has, um, who's the the kid that came in from, uh, from DePaul? Why am I blanking on his name? Jones, David Jones. David Jones, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that has like Dylan, uh, Dylan Wasu. There's, if you would have given Rick Patino the team that they had this year, that's a top twenty five basketball team. That's what I'm saying. 
That's Some a top stain. 25 basketball team. Like, and he's going to bring probably those guards with him from Iota. They were yeah. freaking good. And add yeah. a couple dudes up front. Like, I'm telling you, right away, like, I'm thinking, I don't even care who. who he turned played. Russ Smith into a first-team All-American and a national champion. Imagine what Whatever. he would do with Posh Alexander. I'm thinking today. Joel Soriano averages a double-double. Like, honestly. Preseason top 25. Run, I don't care what the roster is right now. I think I'm putting St. John's at 25 right now in my yeah. top 25. Yeah. Because how, how the that? issue this year was not talent. The issue this year was not talent. And there's one thing that I do know that Rick Pitino will do is, is he's going to hold guys on that team um, more accountable, I think, than Mike Anderson. Did. And yeah. by the way, like, look, I, I've i never understood why, why losses, like losing too much, is not yeah. a reason to fire a coach for calls. That's always weird to, be, weird to me. I've never understood it. But that's not the way that we do it. Pay Mike Anderson his money, St. John's. Don't be cheapskates. Come on. Oh, my be God. better than this. Pay I him his money. I can't believe they're doing this. They're firing his money. him for cause for basically saying for failure to create and support an environment that strongly encourages student-athletes who are in the men's basketball program to meet all university academic requirements. Come on, man. Like, this is bullshit. And I was – nobody's been – was more against the hire of Mike Anderson than me. I thought it was a terrible hire. Terrible hire. Pay the Pay man his money. the man his money. Pay him his money. This is complete bullshit. Like, what UConn did with Kevin Ollie, what St. John's is doing, all it's going to – you're going to end up – Running up all this money with lawyers anyway, and ended up you're gonna, to, you're gonna have to pay the money anyway. Like all the Bullshit. only people that are gonna win here are the lawyers. St. John's is gonna look bad. Mike Anderson's not gonna end up looking great. Uh, you're gonna have to take this thing to court. It's gonna be in the headlines forever. Pay him his money. Just pay him the damn money. Come on, what are we doing here? Um, no, but in terms of what St. John's is gonna end up being, I, I, they're gonna be really good. Yep, you're going to be really, really good. They honestly, it is a scary proposition um, to think about how good that program can be with Rick Pitino at the helm. Yeah. 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 I mean, you don't need to get, you don't need to get a ton of guys from the New York and New Jersey area, but you just got, if you get like five or six of them, you're going to be able to recruit nationally. He's going to take guys that are a little bit under the radar and coach them up and get them better than they probably, yeah. you probably would think they would be. Like I said, he took Russ Smith and made Russ Smith a national champion and an all American. Yeah. No, listen again, he may be the best coach in the country. And now, you know, he's he's in a big boy league, right? He doesn't have to win three games in three days to move oh, on. It is and, a big boy league. Look, yep. the top I, – I said it all season long. The top five in the Big East were as good as the top five in any, any conference in college basketball. Yeah. yeah. Now you have Ed Cooley at Georgetown. That thing will get flipped quick. I promise you that thing will get flipped quick. And you have Rick Patino at St. John's. And I, I, would, I would say that it's already been flipped. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. No, I, I listen – Again, to me, uh, the Big East has gotten better today, and they have three teams in the Sweet 16 uh, already. Uh, this is a league that I'm excited about. I mean, you get Patino, uh, and, and we'll see where Providence heads to to try to fill the void of, of Ed Cooley because it is a huge void. Providence mm -hmm. fans can say what they want and justify it all they want, but uh, Ed Cooley, you know, he provided something that just hasn't been there in a while. You know, Tim Welsh. Uh, what we have Tim Wells, Keno Davis. Who am I forgetting in between? No one good. Well, <laughs> who came before Cooley? Keno, yeah, it was Keno. Yeah, I mean, they just they haven't had that energy that Ed Cooley has provided, and that's what that fan base needs. And uh, yeah, it's gonna well, be all it needs to get that energy is to just be good, 
Like you got to be relevant. That, that too. That too. Yes. Be good, which they were. And, and, and have, I mean, again, Eddie was just like one of a kind. There's nobody else like him out there. And that's where the, the weird part for Georgetown here, here's, here's a weird one. I was talking to somebody about this earlier. So Georgetown, probably the most buttoned up program in the country, right? Like, I mean, back uh, in, in years ago, They're, they've been, they've been the toughest to deal with from a media perspective. Always. They would have Always. they would have tape on the slits of the, the the doors, so you couldn't even look in to practice. All right, so that's how in nothing it was like. Now you you've got a coach that goes against all of that. He talks to everybody. Everything's an open book for him. Again, he's doing interviews with TV stations in the middle of a job search, talking about everything. You know, being completely transparent, which again we all said was stupid. But, you know, like kind of cool that he was doing it and, and and being transparent through it all. Right. I mean, you know, it's just something we've never seen before, really. And now, again, it's just two completely opposite ends of the spectrum coming together. How is that going to work for Ed Cooley? Is he going to be able to be Ed Cooley? I, <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. You hadn't thought of that. You hadn't I thought know. of that. No, I did. I thought about it quite a bit, but like. I, I hope so. And I think he will be. The the coach is going to be the one that determines all of that. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. All, all right. right. Anything else to add, Goodman? Uh, what else? What else we got? Uh, I will go through another couple job stuff. Look for Paul Mills, Oral Roberts. He's in the mix at Texas Tech and Wichita State right now. Mm-hmm. Texas, Chris Del Conte is not making a move with Rodney Terry today, tomorrow, the next day. He's going to wait this, let it play out with, with Rodney Terry and see what happens. Uh, what else we got? Uh, that's Texas. No, uh, anything yeah. on Notre Dame? I mean, Michael Shrewsbury, that, that's who they want now. So, you know, Notre Dame's going to probably swing for Michael Shrewsbury. That's going to be a tough decision for him because, again, Penn State will step it up. Probably could pay more money or will pay more money than Notre Dame. Might behoove him to stay at Penn State for another year. He's hot enough and he can get, he can get better than Notre Dame probably in a year. You know, the guys that are, kind of feel bad for right now are like a Dusty May. You know, like he's done an incredible job this year. Should get a better job. He'll get paid there, but pay there isn't what it would have been paid at a high major. Yeah, and he's gonna he's gonna be able to. the The big concern is hopefully people will remember this run and what he was able to do this year when all of his guys hear about the nil money that is going to be offered to them if they jump in the portal. Right, (laughs) all his dudes are young. Yep, yep. So that's that's the big concern with him. But he'll he'll be like I think he's got a good enough. reputation that something at some point is going to pop for him what did you see this report that mike bray is going to south florida yeah it's not done it's not done yet but he's he's firmly in the mix there and man he'll be he'll be happy there he can be right in the beach um mm-hmm. I, I don't i mean again i love mike bray to death i i think this one feels a little bit like fab mata to me that that's my worry with mike bray how motivated is he going to be like I don't think that. I got, look, look, Tampa, yeah, where where South Florida is, yeah, is right next to uh, is right next to St. Pete Beach. I got married on St. Pete Beach. It's very easy to be very distracted when yeah. you're that close yeah. to the beaches agree. like St. Pete. So it is what it is. Um, all right, I think that's all I have. Do you got anything else to add on Patino? Anything else to add on Cooley? Anything else you want to say? That, I'll it. give you one prediction first. First coach to get to the tournament and first coach to get to a final four between Ed Cooley and Rick Pitino 
at these two jobs? Will either of them be there in the next five years? I mean, Patino will be in the tournament next year. Um, what kind of odds would you put on that right now? I don't think even, you know, I put, I put some money. If, if I were a betting man, I put some money on Patino going to the final four. I mean, to the uh, tournament next year, neither one of them go to a final four. How's that? Ever? Yeah. Ever, ever. That's right. right. Yeah. I don't, that's, that's not outlandish. I mean, there's a better okay. chance they don't go to the final four than they do. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I said, who is more likely out of the two of them? And I would say neither. Yep. All right. And then Wednesday night, uh, well, I guess Thursday, we are going to be uh, in Las Vegas. Pre-game shows, post-game shows uh, from the stadium swim and from the arena that the games are going to be played in uh, all second weekend. It's going to be a blast. See you guys there.